This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, do you watch wrestling? Salutations. Well, hello there. Welcome to the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I am Wrestling Matt McCarthy. With me, professional wrestling Padawan, Tom Sibley. Bada boom! Realest guy in the room. How you doing? <laughs> oh, so proud. Adios, Enzo. Proud. So proud. We never knew ye. Across the room from him. Fresh Wrestling Encyclopedia, Vince Averill. Hell of a 25th anniversary as far as I'm concerned, man. Quite a show. A tearful undertaker? Quite a show. Chris Ross in the front row? Yeah. Tom Sibley. <laughs> Tom Sibley. Chris Ross having the time of his life. I don't know how he does it. He's he a was, globe trotter. He was all over that fucking show. He was. He was. Uh, this is the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. Go to wewatchwrestlingpodcast.com. Go to headgum.com. Uh, patreon.com slash we watch wrestling lots of amazing incentives over there pro wrestling tees.com slash we watch wrestling live show march 10th chicago illinois 5 p.m at the beat kitchen tickets available they are going quickly i don't want to hear any excuses uh information will be forthcoming about a new venue for the new orleans live show there should be if you if you already bought a ticket for new orleans uh you should have your money back now mm-hmm. and yeah we will it, it's i thought we might even have it before we went live here but uh we don't but very soon we'll All have right. and, and hopefully we're going to be able to do it at the same time on the same day that's what it's looking like so fingers crossed uh apologize for any convenience but it was out of our hands refunds are coming we got our deposit back that theater has canceled all shows indefinitely so we're looking for a new venue uh this was admit same same date same time april 6 3 p.m that's what we're still banking on very close to being done yeah. with that we're yeah and we what got else? groups of lawyers <laughs> just nose to nose at the table right now about to pass this DACA bill. Sure. It's a crazy time we're living in. Did you hear that? After they um, killed the broken hearty um, Wyatt thing dead. This is so upsetting. Rock, this is so upsetting. I heard about this. That then just for the live crowd, Jeff Hardy came out and sang the, the song to Bray Wyatt about. He sang obsolete. Render yourself obsolete. Really? Gave him, gave him some obsolete for his ass what is that what do you mean they killed it well i just mean it didn't like, air on tv oh okay well but i well i guess what i'm referring to though is what did air on tv which was a clean a throwaway match between the woken warrior and right. bray wyatt that just i mean I, I thought that match was gonna be at the royal rumble or something i don't know i'm sure it's fine and it know. was a clean win which, which is fine but i just don't know like it doesn't uh, no, I'm not touting Bray Wyatt's abilities as a wrestler like Vince. Man, you want clean, tough noogies. This guy here, he's always scratching his neck beard, wondering <laughs> why Titus Worldwide didn't win the poker game. Yep. It seemed like he had it. 
to me. The Dudleys interfering in Titus's matches. You know what? The the Dudleys should no longer be a a thing. They need to go away for no. a long time. Well, they're not. Before it's exciting to have them come back. Seemed like the live crowd yeah. was enjoying it. They they're not like a thing. Anything. You put anything in front not. of those monkeys, they'll dance. And but also, they're, they're not a thing anymore. But also, there uh, probably was a lot of casual eyes who were drawn back last night who were excited that, who were like, oh, are the, are the Dudleys going to be on this thing? They Boy, did big ratings on Monday. Oh, I'm sure they did. I mean, casual eyes, sure. But for my tired, you know, weathered eyes, I, I've got enough of the 3D. I've gotten enough of the WhatsApp. What's Let's the, just... What's the... Um, what's the... Uh, uh, not Stephen Nicks, who's the Lindsey Buckingham song? Um, Those angry eyes. Well, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know. It's that like song. his pre... Fleetwood Mac stuff. Oh, was Lindsey Buckingham his real name? Sure. Like on his birth certificate, real name? <laughs> I, 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 are you a Lindsey Buckingham birther now? <laughs> Show me the documents. You think Lindsey Buckingham was born in Kenya? Show me the documents. I'm a huge. What do you think his real name was? What? It was probably like you know Steve Jobs Laramie, <laughs> and he's like, I'm a fucking rock star now. Call I'm, me Lindsey. <laughs> I'm Ladies no longer, and gentlemen, I'm no longer Fred to you. I'm, I'm no longer Fred, man. I'm Fred is Lindsay. dead. I just like the idea that his name was just Steve Buckingham. Like he still yeah. had, like you know, a very royal sounding name. Well, that, to bring it back to fucking wrestling, <laughs> wow. Sometimes from the mouths of babes. But like the most ridiculous thing I've heard in professional wrestling is the fact that. Bray Wyatt's real name is like Gigantor Tolumbo or something Get like that. Here, and they, Wyndham Rotunda? And, and, Wyndham Rotunda. What I said jokingly is equal to that at best. No, the, the, the most outrageous one is Kelly Kelly, who was on the show on Monday. Her real name is Barbie Blank. Well, what about the other that day? That is the I, most pro wrestling name When I've I told heard. you that badass Billy Gunn's real name is Kip Sop. Kip Sop. When you told me that, I thought... It took me a second to realize that you weren't. I thought you were telling a story about him using Carney talk and saying his name was Kip Sop. Kia Zop. Because that's that's all I could think about when you get when you told me that yeah. is just from sure the stories and shit of them using Carney talk. Kia Zop. Ixnay that we azid. We have so much to talk. Interesting. About. So much to talk. Stone about. Stone Cold didn't say a word. No, he said a lot of words into Shane and Vince's faces. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I had this idea when I was watching that. I'm like, how funny would it be if Stone Cold just did the after Raw right at the beginning of the show? Like he's oh, wheeling just. around in an office chair. He's drinking beers. He just wait. How is it? I started watching that after Raw DVD set. Oh, really? The the first disc is pretty. Um, it, it it's just it's it's just there. Like what I mean is like. There's it, no there there. There's no there there, Tom. It, it, especially the Attitude Era stuff. It's just, they're just showing this because they have this. Like it really wasn't, the, the best thing, and it's like a few segments into it, is, and it's also from like, oh, one, whenever, whenever Steve Austin was, you know, had gone heel. Yeah. Is Steve Austin would do a thing where he would just go up to people in the audience and ask them what they did for a living. And then like, like crowd work. Yeah. He would do crowd work, straight up crowd work. And he'd be like, suppose you were front row of raw. And I'm just like, 
What the hell you do for a living? I'm a Lyft driver. If there's one thing I hate, it's a Lyft driver. You get in there, they try to fist pound you. They smell like weed and chipotle. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but just based on my experience going to shows during the Attitude Era, they have to have a thousand hours of just him doing the beer celebration because I went to so many shows where that was 20 minutes after right. the show, just him. That was the other thing. It felt like beer bashing. There is no if they were showing as much as they had, it would all be the same thing. Now, yeah. That was the impression I, I, because a lot of it was just kind of like whoever the bad, Triple H is the bad guy. He, he was knocked out. They're off the air. He starts selling up and then they all beat him up again. You know, it, it, it there are very amusing things like, like stuff that's already online where, you know, Booker T comes out and he does a spin a Rooney and then they're trying to get Undertaker to do an Undertaker a Rooney and then The Rock does <laughs> one and like Vince McMahon does, you know, just that type of shit. Well, no, we saw it at Raw ourselves with exactly. the whole Sheamus, which was so fun. They really came into like, we're going to do some freeform improv. Somebody shout out a word. I heard what? Okay, what? Give us a location. Okay, the ring that we're in. Okay. Vince, it, it when, oh, go ahead, sorry. when you would see these Steve Austin one man shows <laughs> one man shows yeah. collectively now a lot of it gets spilled and pours out the mouth how many beers do you think he had during that i mean i would imagine that he was shit-faced when he got back upwards of at least 10 would get opened <laughs> you know at least and then a lot of it, you know, he smashes sure. together, he's pouring it, he's shaking it, whatever. But he's the, the cookie monster of beer drinkers. Yeah. The thing that yeah. stuck, stuck out to me on Monday, though, is the absence of Mark Yaten because Stone Cold was missing beers, but yeah. I think it was because of the thrower. Yeah. Mark Yaten was the quarterback on the. I mean, could they have brought back Mark Yaten? <laughs> they should have brought back Brian Gortz <laughs> just, just to write the show, just you know, throw just for old time's sake. Just to throw the Miller lights. I thought he was going to have some fucking broken skull ipas in a can but it nope. didn't, didn't go that way do you think the show was Boop. it was going on dude so that you got it in my trash can full of miller lights and you're throwing them at steve Austin. that was actually me throwing them dude sorry uh, both my hips are brand new and so i can't really throw things plus i was in a real elaborate disguise dude Boop. <laughs> Boop. hey aj uh, caught the promo really loved it dude uh, first time long time listen let's hook up i want to be in that bullet club do you have kenny's number Boop. Boop. i was the hooded clansman on the side of their throwing the beers <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the show was, you know, boop? Hey, what's going on? Heard you lost the cruiserweight champion. I'm here to offer my services. I I could get. I'm down to two oh four right now. Vince, give me a call back. Boop boop. I, you know, I never liked that Enzo Amore guy. I'm not surprised by any of this. So if you need someone to fill that slot, like I said earlier, you know, just let me know. I could even just do the gimmick. Boop. We and should if you, lose if you're looking gimmick. for a guy who's totally clean and it's got a, a track record. That's <laughs> you saw the Gawker documentary, man. You know, man. You know, I was just. Who cares about a racist sex tape? <laughs> His pillow talk is racist. He's like, <laughs> who does that? Who does that? Post-coital just, yeah, I'm probably racist. Yeah. What? With your best friend's wife. But wasn't Bubba in the room? Bubba's the one who put the tape in the camera. <laughs> but wasn't Bubba actively taping it, not on the no. sly? No, no, no. The camera was hidden. Bubba was in the house. Bubba was the one who said, Terry, mi casa, su casa. Oh, goodness. I have reason to believe that uh, Vince McMahon is blood doping or something because, one, he came out looking good, moving good, and I had no concerns about him on the microphone. It was like since the last oh, time God, we yeah. saw him, 
He was fucking money. I didn't even think. I never even. The never even occurred to me. The apron. Yeah. Bounced a couple times. Like, oh shit. I was like, damn, Vince looks good. He comes out. He does that little dance. There was no clicking of the gears that you could see. He fucking just did it. But all that being said, too, Stone Cold has never looked better than the way he looks right now. I don't know about that. He looked gorgeous. Yeah. I was taken aback when I saw him. I was like, oh my God. Well, all you got to do is listen to his podcast to, to know what where where he's at because he's always working his keto or he's leaning down or he's i'm he's, not saying he didn't look good but i'm just saying like he doesn't have the body he did 20 years ago i think it's better you're out of your mind he didn't take his shirt off <laughs> i don't need to see I, in the face don't bob your I was head like, wow kids can, can you hear some can you hear the head mind the head mind the head can you hear the head bobbing at home the kids head. he is looking better than he oh, ever please. has Please. I'm not. You're even, both wrong. I'm not even looking at you. I'm looking at Vince. Please. <laughs> uh, but Vince looked great. Um, they yeah. They, they said, Flair, here is the inch and a half you can move in between. Oh my Say god. Say this exactly, and woo. All I could and think was that, that woo must have smelled so bad. What the fuck, dude? It must have just smelled like just so much booze. What, what He's was not that? drinking. No, he drink anymore, He's not man. drinking. He got out of a coma. Think what you want, man. Please. Uh, There's so much judgment coming from that end of the room. You know, uh, the one guy. <laughs> we're on so far sides of the room. We're trying a new way of recording. <laughs> Bada boom. Judgiest guy in the room. <laughs> I have to lean around to look through a, a thing to see these guys. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, the uh, dinner scene in the original Batman movie. Could you pass the salt um, type of thing? Uh, uh, but the one I won't say no fly because it's not a matter of his mental faculties but i don't necessarily care if i ever hear sean michaels talk through a microphone again like he, do you understand anything he said it, i mean it, it, it was, was just a bunch of gobbledygook. he's a goofy guy sean michaels doesn't give a flying fuck i think that's what it comes down to yeah but but i think in within that is also a piece where he he believes that he is humorous and he couldn't be further from the truth. Believe. Oh, no. He, he thinks he is. <laughs> he knows Don for Rickles. a fact he's the funniest thing that's going to happen that night. Sure. And it's a kill fest out well, there. Well, he's like, he's, he's an he, active shooter out there. He's <laughs> one of these. I, I think it's because of the bubble that Sean has been in is and being the top guy. People are going to laugh at your jokes, whether they make sense or not. It's like you'll see not so much anymore because they are so tight on, you know, producing segments on late night talk shows but like you could get some even as late as into the 80s um some actor on there who thinks he's fucking hilarious die just die and be confused as to why is this isn't killing because he's insulated with toadies who are laughing at every goddamn thing he says on set yeah then he gets out there in the real world and it's you know uh, all Hell comes loose. X Pac was the feel good moment of the night. Oh yeah, he got quite, quite a reception. He did. He a uh, well deserved. I'm not. I'm not saying sure. anything about him hanging himself with a garden hose. I'm just Jesus. saying. But I think he's very grateful for where he is right now, and and people can can sense that, and that's that's adds to the adulation. And he he can still go. At least the one move he did on um. Who were they fucking with? Dash and Dawson. Yeah. I believe he did it to That was Dawson. very nice of them to give those two guys that. The uh, rub? Yeah. I would. I would. At first, I was like, they're going to do it to the club. They swerved me. I was like, oh, fuck. They're going to do it to the club. I, I love that. that. I love that moment. The two sweets in the air. 
Yeah. It was like East Coast and West Coast coming together. And let's make old a, school to the new. Old school. Let's make a uh, a joint album and let's roll a joint and Razor Ramones in hey, one, in in, the, in a jacket that was just a maker's mark. You know he uh, insisted <laughs> on that jacket so hard. Like they were like, so we're all gonna come out in the DX shirts. Is like, uh, well, the actually, bad guy is bad. The yeah. bad guy was never in DX. So I'm going to wear this weird ass oh, Yeah, of course. Coat. Maybe if Kevin was there, he would have been able to talk him out of it. <laughs> I'd yes. like to think that Just, Kev- Kevin like would think- have made one shitty comment that would have hurt his feelings so bad. Is that the jacket you're going to wear? <laughs> yeah, just that. So did you get a free bowl of soup with that coat? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that if Big Kev was there, and, and of of course he would have been billed as Diesel as well, which is fine because they're in the Manhattan Center and da 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 da. When Vince apparently wanted to induct Kevin Nash into the Hall of Fame as Diesel, which is beyond the moon ludicrous. Yeah, that wouldn't have made. I'd any like sense. to think if Big Kev was there, he would have come out in a jacket that mirrored Scott Hall's. Like Scott, it was black with like the red drips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plenty of red. Kev's would have been drips. red with black drips. Yeah. Hello. Why wasn't Kevin there? Was is he? He had a new something? knee. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. had a new knee put in. You need. He needed a new knee now. now. Yeah. Th- that was debilitating to him. Mm. And Big Kev was like, "Am I going to be able to get around comfortably for the rest of my life?" <laughs> and the doctor was like, "You shouldn't be able to get around comfortably now." And then Kev was like, "Am I going to get general?" <laughs> my wine cellar is X amount of feet from my kitchen. And the funnel that I used, I just take it with me when I'm pouring the wine. Point back A to point into the B. Bottle. How am I going to get there? Um, I really enjoy. Can you recommend like a little Robbie the robot that could bring me wine while I'm recuperating? <laughs> <laughs> they were very into uh, fanning everyone out across the stage in one line, a la mm-hmm. Hall of Fame style. Sure. Which, which I mean, I didn't mind. It's unusual. It's not something they often do. Um, it did remind me of, you know, Clash of the Champions, Night of the Legends, where sure. they would just parade them out. They used to do that on Raw or actually more like on the pay-per-views at an in-your-house when they would be in like, you know, Minneapolis or somewhere. They would bring out, you know, Mad Dog Vachon and the Crusher and just to wave and say hello. That APA jam up. The card game? The card Were game. Were you down? Um, I just, that felt to me even like less than being parade on the stage. It was sort of like, we're going to, we're going to just send you into this card game and like DiBiase just, just laughed. They just said like at a couple so of points, to just do. laugh. I, it was cool. I mean, it was cool. I mean, they got they couldn't do, I mean, they they had to jam 10 pounds of steak into a five pound bag. No doubt. From like two different arenas. Your use of, of steak. Well, it's because one time uh, in New York, um, a group of people got busted for smoking weed outside of a show. <laughs> I wasn't there. A bunch of comedians. For some reason, I had a show that night that I wasn't there because every other Thursday, I would have been standing there. But our friend, Peter Kaznov, he was like, can you loosen these cuffs? The cop's like, that's what you get. Jam 10 pounds of steak into a five-pound bag. <laughs> so we started calling him Steak Bag, but... Uh, what kind what of trouble did these gentlemen get into? I think they got a citation. It's a f- even even back in the day, it was just a ticket court in New York. Yeah, yeah, court appearance. Unless you're trying to make it to like your 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 kids' uh, baby was, that shower. That was the second time, but yeah, Oof. That, not Peter, but 
different friend of ours. I know a buddy that just he slipped. He he worked in Brooklyn. He slipped outside to just hit his one hitter on a quick break. This was in the middle of the day on a weekday. I yeah. should be in Rikers and got I used beefed to smoke up. Weed on the street in New York with impunity. Dude, yeah. I, ju- I used to just pull out a fucking bowl. <laughs> yeah, you. I was using a one hitter at least, but I mean, I I was just. I didn't smoke a lot of weed back then. I was very careful with it, and I did have a few freakouts <laughs> where I threw it out. No. <laughs> yeah, I only did that one time. We, uh, me and Pop, were going to see a band at this band shell on the Lower East Side, and we were fucking a hundred yards away from the police van that was like in front of the band shell. <laughs> I'm in this park. I turn. I realize. I see the van. I'm like. Oh, God damn it. They, they definitely saw me. They definitely saw me. I didn't throw it away, but I was like so close because I was certain there was, there was absolutely no way. When we got up there, the cop was like half asleep in the front. Of the, he didn't give a fuck. We were in the parking lot at uh, in Camden at the Tweeter Center there for uh, a Phil and Friends show. Nice. Phil, Phil Lesh. Willie Nelson and Hot Tuna on the bill. And we're just smoking pot in the parking lot. And at one point, and this is like, oh, one. A um, a cop, a New Jersey cop, drove by and he stops and he's asking us what's going on. And we're like nothing. We're just hanging out, smoking cigarettes. And my buddy had put the bowl in his pocket, and then we're fucking baked. And he forgot about it. About five minutes later, he goes, ah, ah, ah. He pulls it out. It was burning a hole in his fucking. Shirt. Oh my god! I yeah. once got all stoned up on a a bus. It was one of those weekends where the L wasn't running. Oh boy. And I was so high and I was leaning against the door and they stopped the bus and everyone was screaming and I was just listening to a Mastodon record. I'm like, man, everyone's really upset on this bus. Mastodon. I pull out my earbud. Everyone was screaming at me because you can't (laughs) lean on the door. And I actually said out loud, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really high. Ah, (laughs) Oh, wow. But if I was on any other kind of drug, the other kind of drugs that people use, I was fearless mm. i would walk up to a cop and be like what's going on How, what's going on here have How a you pleasant doing? evening officers <laughs> good day officer oh yeah i tell you now that i do think about it with vince there was a bit of a hiccup when the segment ended uh oh mcmahon he starts walking away and then i think he realized oh i wasn't supposed to walk away yet stone cold yeah did you did you pick up on this he starts walking away mm-hmm. to leave. Yeah. And then he stops and just goes, <gasps> and st- oh, slowly he turns looking back and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm I didn't, sorry. I didn't pick up on that. It was weird. It was weird. I heard they were weird. I remember. I heard he killed. <laughs> I remember what you're talking about, but I just saw it as. It didn't strike me as weird. I just saw it as part of the. the Maybe thing. there should have been like Stone Cold should have like tapped him on the shoulder. It, f- it felt like they they missed a beat. It felt like mm-hmm. they skipped a beat. But, but you know what they didn't skip? It. The best receiver of the stunner in the business, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's the best best stunner Vince has ever taken. <laughs> Shane did a great job, especially with the second one where he spit mm-hmm. it out. He he really. Uh, where was Stephanie? Stephanie disappeared. Stephanie powdered. Um, I did, uh, I, I read after I watched and, uh, hopefully this isn't true, but it probably, well, I guess I shouldn't say that, but let me get to the point. Vince, uh, Cena and truth. Elias, Cena and Elias seem to be 
going somewhere together? And does that mean because originally like after the show, like they Cena walking with Elias? I just mean like it seemed like Samoa Joe and Cena were headed somewhere together, and now that Samoa, I didn't know. I don't know how bad he's hurt. He's not making the rumble, that's for sure. Maybe that's it. But uh, hey, man, well, I, mean, I like is Elias over. too. But I like the idea of Samoa Joe and Cena. That is like Cena is fucking like. Well, there's a lot more so money good, in that know? banana stand. Um, yeah, but overall, Elias and show. Y2J. That was great. Jericho flew in all the way from Tokyo just to put Elias on the list. Did you see the way uh, he may always do this, but just it really hit me this time. Yeah. When he clicks the pen. (laughs) Exactly. He snaps it like a whip. (laughs) He holds up his fist. You know what it means, Elias? Now, you saw Jericho had the same guitar. No, but did you see Jericho was wearing his New Japan merch? Oh, was that? I was, was wondering if that was. He was wearing Alpha his Club. Alpha Club shirt. That's awesome. Yeah. They're gonna. Oh, wait. Didn't I see a headline? Something about Jeff Bezos buying New Japan. Am I crazy? Who? Someone buying New Japan? No. Someone getting involved in the wrestling business? One of these big guys? Well, there is a company that owns New Japan. So maybe somebody's buying that company. I don't know. Who's, Jeff, get- who's Jeff Bezos? He's the guy that owns Amazon, I think. You get home late this past week. You've been waiting around for the train late night. and <laughs> Garbage. Um, can't afford a cab, wait. so you're down there just stuck. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time? I've told you guys about the time when I had to sit next to the two guys. Oh, this was great. Hmm. I, had sm- I, uh, I had gotten very, very fucked up in the West Village. Mm-hmm. And I was very oh, West poor, Village. poor man at the time. And I broke my foot. Where were you, down mm. Christopher Street? That's right where the girl lived. It was a big party. It was like a post-graduate sort of... We just graduated from the neighborhood. Play you ever go all the way down Christopher Street towards the water? Sure. That's where Glennis used to live. Oh, no shit. So those, uh, those gay black girls that would hang out all the way down Christopher Street near the water? Yeah. Oh, man. Loud. La- like yeah like ru- like bad scene there was at one point somebody who lived in the apartment above glennis like was shouting at them to shut the fuck up and then to the point where this dumbass, this fucking asshole he like threw shit at these girls oh, brother they fucking came in the fucking building <laughs> right yeah and were pounding on doors looking for somebody Glennis comes home and there's cops in the building and the cops are like, what the fuck are you doing here? She's like, I live here. He's like, if you had been here five minutes before, you would have gotten the shit kicked out of you. Jesus. (laughs) Well, my story isn't that. I'm pretty sure I probably broke my foot. I was waiting for the train and uh, it was like, wait, how'd you break your foot? I tripped down some stairs. Jesus. Wearing flip flops. Oh, Tommy. You put the first of all, I should admit to the kids, I got here, I was so exhausted and hot. I was like, I'm pulling a Sibley. Socks and shoes are off. I bet it feels pretty good. Oh yeah. I'm gonna put these dirty feet on Vince's couch. Hey. <laughs> so right I, in the coffee right in, right in the cup of coffee. I get Let me get my clothes on. The closest here for train you. to me was the one. Um I get I, I get down and I, I can barely stand. I really fucked up my foot, but I was just fucked up enough to be able to like hobble on it. And I sit down on a bench and the closest bench to me, there's two guys sitting on the bench and um, they are both 
uh, jerking each other off. <laughs> you Next. sat in the middle of this? No, I sat down next to <laughs> Right it. under their arms? And hey, I'm oh, so oh. messed up and my foot hurts and I just t- look over and they don't give a shit. And Doesn't sound like it. They're, they're, they <laughs> they're, may even like that you're... Wow. You never know. They're both, you know, uh, uh, playing the slot machines. Um, and I just sat there and I was in so much pain. I was so fucked. Up. I was like, all right, fine. It's finished. I'll just wait for the train to come. So I just <laughs> sat there and let them do their thing. Just sitting there, just looking off to the side while they're doing that, waiting for the train. And this wow. wasn't your bottom? No. <laughs> that could have turned out like a Gallagher concert, dude. <laughs> I woke God. up. I know. I woke up the next day forgot about my foot i came to i didn't wake up and when i got out of bed as soon as i put my foot down i hit the ground and i could barely move and i called my mom crying and she drove and then the two guys coming from the kitchen with like coffee and they're like you okay dude is it hurting would you want some ice we're just gonna be in your living room stroking each other's lizards (sighs) y'all want to rub dicks (laughs) (laughs) where where'd you shake out on the undertaker's promo um, I I didn't understand. I didn't understand what either. it was supposed to. How often was he ever called the Reaper? Eh, you know, did that come up? At, I mean, I've watched a decent amount of wrestling at this point. Mm. I don't remember the Reaper. I love the Undertaker. It was the Dead Man, the Reaper. It was odd. It was it the Prince of Darkness. I don't know. I was like, okay, he's he must be coming out for something. He's gonna, you know. There's, he's 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 uh, endorsing a line of wigs that he's going to promote. Yeah, 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 yeah. I certainly wasn't scared his hood was coming off. But, no, uh, no, I was like, there's no way this hood is leaving his head. But I just didn't. Yeah, I just wasn't sure what the point was. Um, it was kind of a bummer. Well, it's. I don't think it was him. It was just we need the Undertaker on the show, but we don't have anything to promote with him. So he's just got to spout a little, a little gobbledygook because he's also he's the Undertaker. So he can't very well come out and be like, the show means so much to me. I've been here since the beginning. You know, he can't be heartfelt. He's got to be the Reaper. They should have uh, during one of the backstages. They, there should have just been a couple of stagehands pushing a coffin. Yeah. With his, with his symbol on it. And, and him, maybe a crack pop out of there. <laughs> <laughs> he know he's like always bet on black right by the you know the yeah. card game and then closes it and then wheels off. I mean, if and anybody, then his wife runs behind him. If anybody shouldn't have talked, maybe it would have made more of an impact. A la Stone Cold, as if Undertaker just came down, tombstone some dumb motherfucker, and then been on his way. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, if they had, let's say, Heath Slater, Hawkins. Hawkins, you know, I'm from here. I'm going to end my losing streak tonight. Anybody want to come? I mean, maybe you don't want to give away an Undertaker match, but it's not really a match if he just comes down to tombstones and motherfucker. Mark's like, I I can't drop down onto my knees until April. I was thinking that maybe (laughs) Taker and Stone Cold might start a mania angle. I'm not a smart man. Okay? You're such a sweet kid. I know that. You're such a sweet. But when kid. I saw what Stone in the Cold, world gave I you thought, that idea? Maybe him and Stone Cold. Do you think that Billy Gunn looked better at bar wrestling or better? Wait, before you get into this, I'm gonna get more coffee. All right. <laughs> well, you start start bamping. Ski daddle, ski daddle. Don't talk to his wife. Don't even look at her. Uh, yeah. Have you watched any Fantastic Mania? I haven't seen a second of it. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not happy about it either. It's 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 
it's fun it's the same thing every year you know it's uh you know i you know send send out fuego have him go out there and do his little dance and you know do some flipping and flopping it's fine it's fun i I, i'm only into you know the first night that they put up just a splash please perfect as much coffee as you feel like giving me Sip of coffee for the worker, man. Go ahead and click that pot off now when you're... Uh, pow! I just shit my pants. Oh, God. Where is Stephanie? I was supposed to stun her. Monday. Mm-hmm. We got to buy those New Japan tickets for Long Beach. Fuck. Is that Monday? Right, so you can start getting stressed out now. Or is it just oh, me? Fuck, 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 fuck. We got to right, get our we're plan We're both hatched. on it. We're both on it. We just got to figure out who's going which way. How? What do you think? Should we both attempt to get? I think that you should attempt to get as row? close to the ring as possible. Okay. And I should try to get the best possible seats in the lower bowl. And then we can confer on <sighs> how to proceed once we, <sighs> uh, once we get whatever we get. Right. Which means, kids, uh, you know. We'll have some extras. We'll have some extras. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. There, Starring we, Kevin Costner. We will have Long Beach. New Japan tickets. How you doing? Oh boy! Me there was and, one Christmas where he just me and my uncle. The, the pod loft is five flights up. Just so he know. found um, a TV in one room that no one was in, and a perfect world started. That that the yeah. Kevin Costner movie, mm-hmm. and he just sat there. This is my great uncle, mm-hmm. never married, real Irish bachelor, and he just sat there watching it, and just stayed in the room by himself. Everyone's Christmas time. Everyone's and he just watched it. We came in at the end, and he was crying. Sounds like uh, in hmm. Christmas Vacation when Chevy Chase is stuck in the uh, attic. and he's- Yes. Yes. Not unsimilar. When is this New Japan thing? This is the one I can't go to, right? Oh, good point. I'm Even only, easier. I'm getting two tickets, Even not three. Easier. That's you right. Know, of all these shitball shows I go to, wow. and the one time I'm out of fucking town, Kenny's there. something good is going to happen. That's a teaser to later in the show. Jericho very well, very well might be there. We don't even know. Versus Naito, right? I assume that they're building that up for one of their big pay-per-views, but I mean, they are invading the States. Maybe they want a big, big match. Naito's over here, over here. He's over, over Over, here. Over, over. Um, Billy Gunn. The badass. The happiest man in Baldwin Park, California. If you think you've seen Billy Gunn happy in your life, I know a lot of you have probably seen him live many times. He seemed very happy on Monday, but he didn't seem as ecstatic as he was on Thursday. When he came out for bar wrestling, the the line that I can't stop repeating that I just loved, he was the first match after the break. And you guys know how how this style of wrestling is. There's a lot of spots, a lot of flipping, a lot of diving, a lot of this and that. Very mm. athletic. Very lucha infused. Billy Gunn grabbed that mic and he goes, all that shit you guys saw in the first half of the, or no, he said, all that stuff you saw during the first half, I'm not doing any of that shit. Place went nuts. It was, everyone went nuts. Everyone loved it. Him and Ryan Namath. Hot Young Briley. Is that what he's called? Sure. Hot Young Briley did not engage for at least, I think it was 45 minutes. It was, it was awesome. Lot. Yeah. It was Because the match, the match was about 15 minutes long. The actual match. The, from bell to bell yeah bell to bell was 15 minutes actual contact was about three minutes of the match maybe yeah it was so so fun. fucking entertaining and then like they kept squaring up like they kept posing he kept grabbing the mic he's like 
I'm going to do this thing again. We're going to say, you got two words for you. Suck it. You know, and it's, and then Nemeth is just the biggest shit heel in that fucking room. He's really great. He's tremendous. And then, uh, they finally fucking squared up. And I mean, it was just a fucking riot At, at one point when they still, they hadn't even touched each other. At one point, people start chanting "Fight Forever." You know, it's just like, just and and and, and, and you know, they do the thing there that you see at a lot of indie shows, uh, where it's like the following contest is scheduled for one fall, and then the entire room goes one fall. Billy Gunn, after they did that, Billy Gunn grabs the mic. He's like, uh, "Let's try that again." The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One fall. I just fucking crack up every time they do that. Okay, go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he, he was Seven so over. They just heaven. they didn't have to do shit, but it was so good. It was so good. So fucking... I mean, he was... You, you can tell when somebody's pretending to have a good time. At oh, least I can. He was ready to retire after He that. was fucking thrilled we were making jokes that like when he got back to the hotel he wrote into his diary like dear diary i had the best night of my life well also i think he ran screaming from the building as soon as his match was over because smart man i was he was selling pictures before the show and i was like i I, i'm gonna catch up to him later and then he was nowhere to be found i was like that he's gone he was gone which uh, the other joke was that him and Tom were like pinning each other in in the lot going, you go, you go, because Tom also ran screaming from the building. As soon as, as, soon as, oh, as, soon as that match was over, I was out of there. There's only two more matches. You no, miss, you miss pretty Peter Avalon and you miss Candace's retirement. Well, not retirement, but I left particularly because of Candace's retirement, not because I didn't want to see her retire, but I knew it was going to go on for a while. And yeah. I was like, I think I've I've we've we've reached and breached it also because i knew we were going to pcw the next night and i wanted to get some rest mm. we'll get to let's let's unpack more of bar wrestling before we get to brian cage and scorpio sky hot opener first of all the room was packed like yeah it had never way been more packed like uh, people were chanting fire hazard which could <laughs> have been which because if it is a fire hazard kid from Rhode Island doesn't like hearing that chant and when and he's stuck in the corner of the room if that room goes great white on CNN the next day they're going to talk about how the crowd ch- chanted fire hazard and uh, no, who grabbed the microphone oh it was oh, um, yeah 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 team tremendous uh, Dan Barry was like as a uh, as a deputized officer of the law I can assure you we are not at maximum occupancy yet. Yeah, so right. we can legally continue. Yeah, yeah, right. Team Tremendous is a tremendous team. But and all the, that being said, and the Killer Bays. Oh yeah, they're great. Forget about Dave. Uh, Brian Cage owns Southern California. <laughs> Brian Cage. You know how Vinny Chase was Queens Boulevard. Brian Cage is Southern. Brand California. new father. He's got. He's got a daughter now. Skyler. Oh, was she, she born? She was born. When? That, Within the uh, last, last couple of days. That fucking, oh, wow. No shit. That Instagram video I sent you of her doing squats in the hospital. I can't. She get, was in labor. I believe it. I can't get anything sometimes when you share a story over Instagram for some reason. Oh, you it blocked just, him? No, it just says Tom Sibley shared a story and then I can't click anything. It may have been. It may have expired. It may have expired. Well, you know what that is, is she's it, it's the um the contractions. And if you keep moving like the movement like it makes you more comfortable because like your lower back 
is uh, women when they when they are get getting close to labor like their lower back is fucked their lower back is fucked anyway just from the the weight yeah. that you're carrying around but you you'll see a lot of that like women like dancing or you know doing yoga or squats and stuff like so you're saying cage Santos. wasn't in the, sitting in the corner going babe get your reps in while we're waiting just get Get, get some sets done. Baby, I, I, I wasn't you're surprised that the flabby. camera was going up and down. He was just getting into some free weight squats. <laughs> He's like, I need to get, I'm either going to run down to the van and grab my egg whites or you're going to have to get that placenta on the table yeah. stat because I need something quick. That's, that's really good pro. Um, yeah, I, I, I high Hot, it. hot opener. They, they had a fucking unbelievable match. It's a fun time over at bar. It is. Yeah, bar wrestling's a good time. Bar wrestling is a very good time. I can't. Uh, the I Killer can't, Bays uh, and Brody King Bay versus Team Tremendous and Taya Valkyrie. I just hope that uh, it cools off next month. Yeah. <laughs> well, we I, weren't sure what it was. I mean, it's a combination of the badass Billy Gunn being the biggest draw in all of professional wrestling. They were lined up around the block. I mean, that's huge. Candice LeRae's commencement. Bigly. Big, big, big. And then also, I think just... Just building. Just the all-around buzz that is building on the promotion. You're not going to mention Macaulay Culkin? And Macaulay Culkin. They, they were on fucking Sports Center, you know? Probably a lot of local uh, sports things picked it up. Mr. Macaulay Culkin was just on Mark Marin's WTF. Was he really? Yes, he's the, the guest this week. Mm. And uh, I wonder if he mentions his love for wrestling. He loves wrestling. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if he talks about how Kieran's the cooler one. Who? Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin. Ah. But uh, very hot in there. Very crowded. It was hot. It was hot. I, I knew to wear. Did I wear shorts? Maybe I just wanted to wear shorts. Maybe I wished I had worn shorts. Also, I know it was hot in there. Fucking A, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. Pretty Peter's looking better than ever, man. Yeah, dude's jacked. Stash is trash. So good. <laughs> um, I love the Killer Bays. Yeah. Lord James is is fantastic. Heather Monroe cracks me the fuck up. Yeah. Her facial expressions are... I was saying this to Vince. We, we were talking about We were like, she's either so clued in to what her character is and how to convey it to the audience or she really is that awful person mm. <laughs> it's one or the other the line has blurred perhaps i'll tell you that tie valkyrie she's a talent she's one of the best out there tap 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 big big things coming for her tom wants to tap out i'm a big fan of hers tom sibley we can't explain the joke Vince made and we never will but uh, he is right on the money uh, I turned around yeah I know <laughs> but she's really but she's great presence gets the crowd going John, Johnny Mundo's girl that's right yeah Johnny Mundo who we saw the other night tease. that's right the, tease. the very tease. the very next night two nights in a row of wrestling was that too much it Jeff. turns out, yes, it was. <laughs> it, it, but for other, it didn't have to be. I mean, the PCW trip is always a lot because you have to. I mean, there's some there's something different about because a, a PWG day starts earlier for me than a PCW. But like, you don't spend an hour and a half in the car. Like, there's just other elements that don't make it feel as. I got so wrong. resentful 
towards wrestling. Oh, boy. For the PCW thing. Because PCW, we stopped at the Chowder Barge first, which is a blast. We had extra time, so we took our time. And ended up having... We got ice cream. Ice cream. ice cream. We got Sundays. Me and Matt <laughs> got, got Sundays. We got. They give you Sundays in a frosty mug at Matt, the Chowder Barge. Vince got an eighty-six ounce beer. <laughs> no, he didn't get one of the. Big I ones. got the Chowder Burger once again. Once again, no problems to be reported. I got two orders of chicken fingers, two That's ranch right. dippers. They come with four chicken fingers. Can I get two extra, please? I wanted two more. Um. Vince, what did you have? The seafood platter. The fisherman, yeah, the fisherman's platter. There you go. It was all right. I wouldn't trust any seafood from there. Real talk. The amount of garbage that we saw floating in the water when you I walk down that I don't think they're ramp, pulling anything not, out of the water there. Man, I just picture them fishing right out back there. Like, Where? Just go fish it out. Yeah, they're just bread. they're just pulling up those delicious fried clams out of the fucking get out of here. It you don't like need, where Riptide you don't, lived at. You don't need any seafood. Not, well, I can eat any sushi, sashimi, anything like that. But do you, do you see how like insane that is? Oh yeah, yeah. This stuff is deep fried. Like nothing is going talk to me. Nothing when is you going get to live. Off the Chipotle. When you're off the Chipotle, then we'll talk I had about Chipotle health right rates. before we'll I recorded this. Department. We'll talk about food handling. Okay, we'll talk about the origin of food. The cleanliness of food. Yeah, you ate Chipotle tonight, mm-hmm. and they are consistently putting people in the hospital. <laughs> not in Southern California, never to the old. They T-bone. gave me the flu shot. I said, "Do you have a Chipotle shot?" <laughs> That's not true. Is that true? <laughs> I want that shot. I want that pill. Um, so we went to the Chowder Barge. That was a good experience. I overate at the Chowder Barge. I'll be the first to admit it. I over. Did it? I you, felt you asked, sluggish. Yeah, you 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 should have had four. You asked for six. Six. Yeah, that's well, what you're going to have a period of rest coming up. An unbeknownst <laughs> fucking period of rest. <laughs> we get to PCW. Okay, uh, we get there at fucking six o'clock at night. We get there early to go at the early spot to go down the line to meet the wrestlers. As it turns out, we don't give a rat fuck about meeting any of the wrestlers except the great Muda. We end up meeting the great Muda and getting our picture with him within three minutes of walking through the door. So what does that mean we have? Two and a half hours of downtime <laughs> in a fucking convention hall that plays music so loud so loud you can't carry a conversation and you're not allowed to fucking leave no re-entry for some reason no re-entry makes no sense there are assigned seats so why what what do they think is like pwg go out and shoot smack in your car you you can come and go as you please you can walk in to get something to fucking eat it is strange that this hall is very lax on security you know, I think they do a slight pat down or something in my recollection. I was carrying four items of contraband all about my <laughs> life. Uh, at PWG, like, it's a strip search and a cavity search, but you can just walk in and out all you want. It's mm-hmm. uh, very. You could tell them, I left my gun in my car. I'll get it at the break. They're like, that's fine as long as you don't have it now. But you, after we got the picture with the Great Muda, it hit me. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. The show doesn't start until eight thirty. It was palpable. Six oh eight. When you yeah. when it became clear that we weren't going to be able to walk even back outside, although there would have been nowhere to go. Uh, that is I, the I other felt, thing. Uh, there there is nowhere to go. I can't. I found you. I tried to. I tried to give you a pep talk. You see, your pep talks are difficult. Here's why, Vince. <laughs> oh boy, I love you very much. Oh boy, but it's hard to get a pep talk from a guy that can just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll get cheaped. <laughs> I'll have a few beers. <laughs> this will be a great two and a half hours for me. 
Meanwhile, my phone battery is dying. I'm sitting there. I have earplugs in mm-hmm. because it, it is legitimately it that was crazy. loud. It was crazy. Like there should have the child protective services should have been there for the the few small children and babies who were being subjected. Legit babies. Legit infant sleep. Like I'm walking by. I'm like, God bless you. I don't know how this kid's asleep. I mean, it's just I'm asleep now, mom. And these two fat assholes standing by the goddamn like let's not body shame board that you know they're the ones that are like have the volume up that loud and it's a cacophonous room so the sound's bouncing everywhere there's just no i mean at a certain point either they did turn the volume down or we just lost hearing because eventually it became tolerable there was one point i was sitting on my phone for a bit at least every other song was tremendous oh yeah i mean they were playing a lot of punk tunes are good at, 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 but if it's painful and i know you know if, if it's too loud I mean, or too old i get it my boy no well fuck it my boy's got tinnitus he's plugging his ears tom has old chewed up like fucking pepper must have chewed on these earplugs that you fucking put in <laughs> so i'm sitting there just staring at my phone just trying to center myself i also hadn't been taking my taking care of myself that well that week spiritually so mm-hmm. i was i was coming in a little hot we had a little miniature meeting in the yeah back we, of me the and matt Uber. had our own little meeting in the back when you yeah. had to make a phone call me and matt like immediately tom turned to me and i was like oh he's he needs me <laughs> right now <laughs> which it which and it which helps me yeah vince sits down next to me and goes hey man you know when you get in situations like this you can either like sort of resist it and get angry or you could just kind of like give yourself over to it and wow vince is already in step three yeah yeah vince is absolutely <laughs> right but in the moment it was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> I, just, but I wasn't like fucked up or anything you know, I'm, you I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, vince yeah. sits down and he just goes you know acceptance is the key to all your problems and then sparks up the joint <laughs> there's barely any weed in this pot man don't worry about it <laughs> but um i mean there wasn't even very good i, I mean the the merch tables it's great that there's merch tables there and um it was awesome seeing the lapelier mm-hmm. uh crew but the uh the guy selling old magazines wasn't there and i was like oh that's all right the lucha stuff on the other side was cool but it was the exact same gear as last month like i was like oh maybe he'll have an xl santo shirt because last month he only had three larges and then i look and now he's only got two larges <laughs> so i'm like okay and then not- they, they had the addition of the uh the, per- the the guys who were selling all the wrestling cards but it was like like any Ludicrous. any card shop oh it's just like i guess if you get somebody to pay it but like it wasn't uh it didn't seem like they wanted to it's sell like, anything yeah pretty cool mcfoley signed this card but i ain't paying that fucking much for it yeah i had i had already gotten a box of the legends cards and they were asking like twice. I, I feel like they're asking twice what I paid, but I believe it. Anyway, I mean, it's a, you know, Vince, you said very specifically at one point, they always make you work for it. And, yeah. but I also don't like, he's right. You know, we went to a show. It wasn't that fun. I, you know, I, I don't want to sit oh, here the, and like, the fucking, show you know, was good. The rest go was nuclear good. on it, you know, and I'm not saying that's what you're trying to do. Oh, but I like, am going nuclear <laughs> on it, but it's, it's, it, I feel like it's fun to do. We met the great Muda. I mean, yeah, that's all you need. Wait, we what about we the, had a picture with Great Muda. What about the fucking guy that was standing behind Muda? 
that was like quick, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There wasn't even that big of a fucking line behind us. I'm like, there was like two people behind us. That guy had nothing to do because he was acting. There's a lot of people at these PCW, a lot of personnel, which is good. You have, you got a lot of people, but there's a lot of people who have to have shit to do. They have to act very busy and they are very stressed out, like a like a certain security guards who if God. Say, say the Sandman gets fire thrown in his face, he's going to be the first one in the ring with his shirt ripped off because he's the only one who can fix the situation. Or say someone gets thrown over the barrier, he will blast you out of the way even though you're front row. He will literally be pushing you closer to the wrestlers screaming, you got to move! Doing nothing. <laughs> no. Nothing. Just standing there. Outside of the horrible earliness that we subjected ourselves to i feel like the show was good i feel like probably everyone else in the room no the show was fantastic everyone had a great else. time we just had the the, the we were we, in, we haven't even gotten no i will say aca who did aca wrestle phoenix that was that was honest a, the show could have ended right there and dude, that was like, I'm, I'm good that's such that, a, that was wasn't really just good. like a good match that was that's up there with some of the best matches i've ever seen yeah. live ACH is just so tremendous. I don't understand it. it H, I, well, I guess I do understand it. He's too short mm. to be a heavyweight, and he's too heavy to be on 205 Live. He's so good. He's such a tremendous and effective babyface. When he sells, he looks like he is about to cry. Yeah. Like he, I feel like he can legit bring tears to his eye. He's, he's, he should go into acting. Probably should. He Hey, hey man. Can't, lean re- out. can't wrestle forever. Yeah, lean out and go into acting. Why lean out? Be that no, guy. Yeah, on camera, he would look too bulky. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I accept your challenge. I'm going to bulk up. <laughs> and, I'm gonna, and then find out. And I'm going to book even more stuff. But I, we got to... We're going to start speculating that Matt's on the gas. He's all jacked up. <laughs> you, think the, Matt, you think that's natural? Matt's dude? doing I mean, his cycle. gotten really fucking big. We got to talk about what happened behind us. Well, we can also talk about uh, Mariachi Loco and Kikitaro just tickling us all night with, with feathers of joy. Well, I will say about that match, it kind of seemed like... Because I've seen Kikitaro wrestle. That's like my third time seeing him wrestle uh-huh. each time it was a fun match this time it, i felt like kikataro was backstage going like i kind of want to have a real match tonight <laughs> because there was a few moments where i was like he's doing a lot more than he usually does in this match yeah interesting and also the way he rubbed el mariachi's butt was mm, offensive a, uh, a deep middle finger down oh, the center no. if you catch my drift gotta i mean check that's the oil was. That's gotta check the oil on, man He's about a quart low. <laughs> She's a quart low. Great. Open it back up and fill it up. Um, do we want to talk about? I mean, Shane Strickland, Brody King, and Flip Gordon. I mean, Brody King got over with you big time because you had seen him the night before tag with the Killer Bays, but then he's out there with that. He's good. I he's like really good, and you love his ink. That. Frankenstein tattoo is great. Is a fucking work of art. I can't wait to see his whole back piece. When that back piece finally gets filled in, that's going to be something. It's just straight to the fucking bank. We had four gentlemen behind us. They looked like we saw them before they sat down. We said that looks like a band. They look like Metallica in the 80s. We were like that guy probably plays the bass. We were yeah. cut to them sitting behind us and i kind of was like 
we got the cool guys sitting behind us. I was kind of excited. I was like, this is They great. definitely agreed. They proceeded <sighs> to yell in unison throughout. Like other people in the building were they were drawing attention. Like these guys are just yelling constantly, constantly, constantly. I mean, and and like hear us out. <laughs> like people yelling at a wrestling show. It, it was too much. People were screaming, stop chanting. I there were people it like not even sitting near us, away from us, screaming, Do you have to fucking chant something every three seconds? It felt like an MK Ultra experiment was being performed on me. I mean, it was non fucking. But then they started stop. throwing drinks. And they I were can't, throwing I'm, shit. I can't, shit on my gear. Shit. I can't have shit dripping on my gear. That happened last month there. And uh that's when I was like so I asked around. Apparently, people throwing shit into the ring mm-hmm. and at the wrestlers is a common occurrence at PCW. Okay. Which, uh, you know what? If you're the fucking promotion, you gotta like you can't allow that stuff. And whether or not they condone it or allow it, not stopping it is condoning it and allowing it. Case like, in point. Some motherfucker needs to fucking go over and be like, you're gone. When a cup of beer went over our head and onto the floor and the guy who was working for them inside the rail looked and saw the cup and looked at me and then looked away and looked back and I go, we know who fucking did it. So then he finally walks over and goes, stop throwing stuff right now. And then he walked back, turned around to me and mouthed, I'm sorry. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) At one point, they're fucking screaming at... um, They are screaming at... uh, What's the tag team? War um, War Machine? War Machine. Is it no, no, that's the one that just got signed, right? Isn't isn't War uh is that Row and uh aren't they called? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the tag team down there is called. Uh War Beast. War Beast. They are screaming at War Beast, and then the guy from War Beast uh, like turns around and he's jacking like jaw jacking with them, which like butane on the fire <laughs> and the kids they're fucking loving it and he starts like shaking and scr- and he's got his fucking dumb beer in his hand while he's shaking himself spilling beer all over my fucking chair and my fucking lucha underground sweatshirt and i turn around and i go dude what the fuck like i'm like like i had like i'm waving my hands in front of his face like stop not pouring beer Nothing on there. my shit <laughs> nobody home so, like his buddies had to tap him and be like, do, 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 do. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. But here's the thing. about I'm so sorry. Like such a fucking like these douchey little punks. As soon as you fucking <laughs> and the, I'm sorry. Everything they were doing, though, this was interesting to me, mm-hmm. was totally in earnest. They were they did not feel like actual wrestling fans. They were just there to cause problems. They knew they everything. Do, yeah, they they knew, knew everybody. But it was like they knew all the chance. They yep. just yeah, but but it was the entire room was chanting different shit, and they were behind it. Like I couldn't. Well, they were having they were curating. Their they own were party, having their yeah, but, yeah. They but, were having their own fucking show, and, and we, the we just worst had the misfortune chance. of being in front of them. That's I turned to Vince at the start of the show because literally as soon as the show started, they started and did not stop. We left early. I turned to Vince and said, as soon as the show started, and they started yelling. I went, oh, they'll tire themselves out. That's what I thought. Because I, I just assumed that I figured, you can't keep that up the whole show. Oh. 
They were they were going, baby. Oh my god! You know, I think um, if if I return to PCW, which isn't completely out of the realm, I don't. I think we, I would just get a general admission and I would show up at Showtime because I was when I was walking around during my two and a half hours, I was like, you know, there really isn't a bad seat. If I hang out in the back, no one's going to throw anything at me, and I can probably watch a show. But also, the the trek down there will probably thwart that. But it's not, uh, I mean, other than PCW being unwilling to to police the throwing of mm-hmm. shit, you know, it's just like, it's just misfortune that we ended up in front of the I just, worst guys at the show. I had a moment where everyone I, else in the place was having a great time. <laughs> I had a moment where I was standing there and I was just thinking like, I got two guys on either side of me that are wrestling, two adult men with blood coming out of their heads all over the place and i have vince next to me is like keep your eyes and your mouth closed <laughs> when they came up close and vince wasn't saying it to be funny he was serious because that yeah. was very well a possibility i have four of the biggest assholes i've ever been near in my entire life screaming their heads off yep. and i just hit me it's just this voice very quietly in my head said remove yourself from this situation so i went to the back i grabbed a loose folding chair i sat down and just looked at my phone. I, it was too <laughs> fucking much. Uh, I just wanted to just turn. I said this in the car at home. I just want to be like enough. Uh, enough well, right before everybody. before we finally bailed, I had said to Matt, "I can't have another drip of liquid put out. I can't have another anything on me. I, I'm I, this is too fucked up." And then we we just laughed. And I've never been more happy in my life than when I saw you guys. We missed your buddy RVD. What was he it? Came out. Wait, he did? He came out at the end. Such is and life. challenged for the Are you shitting the, me? The belt next month. Oh, that's a riot. <laughs> when when I was like, let's go. This is in the middle of the main event. This is during the fucking Great Muna match that yeah. we came there to fucking see. And as we're walking down looking for Tom, Vince turns to me and he goes, You know, I I'm not trying to make you leave. And I go, Vince, I'm fucking done. <laughs> And when we were outside, I was like, I was like, I got to meet Great Muda. We got a picture with him. Saw him wrestle. Motherfucker can barely fucking walk. But I was like, I don't know that PCW has it in them to book a talent that would make me come all the way back. <laughs> you, you named Bruno. I said they could have Bruno Sammartino return out of retirement and wrestle. I think people leaving war zones did not feel as excited to leave a place as we did getting in that Uber and heading back it was to intense. Los Angeles. It was intense. He but- was a great guy, our fucking Lyft driver. He's driving us back up. He just had like a news station on, just people chattering. And he goes, is this okay? And I'm like, it is so pleasant in this oh, car yeah. right now, sir. It, just, it, it was. It really was. And then we drop you two guys off here at Vince's. We keep going up to the valley to my place. Him and I were talking wrestling. I asked him who his favorite wrestler is. He's like, man, it, it was always a tie between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Goldberg. Wow. I'm mm. like, fucking A, dude. It's a very wow. particular time. Goldberg's going in the hall, baby. He's, he's the main event for the hall. They're already not moving tickets. <laughs> Do you think Taker's going in? No way. He's wrestling a match. There's Ooh. no. Beats me. The, the most, the, the money match would be John Cena. After that, uh-oh, Sibs. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just, I just Sibla. don't know anything anymore. Oh, come on. We'll see. That, that match between War Beast and Jimmy Jacobs and Joey Janela was, might have been more 
frightening and chaotic. It was. It was more frightening and chaotic than Pentagon versus Vampiro. Mm. Because we were literally in the middle of it. We like on, on one side was, you know, two of the guys. On the other side was the other two. Then you had Kevin Sullivan and that demon girl, which, because you bailed at that point, and I, yeah. and I kept turning to Vince, I'm like, uh, Tom would get a real kick out of this demon girl, I think. <laughs> but they, they, were, they were in the crowd. There, it was, there was blood, blood everywhere. like just blatant, crazy blading of the forehead. Well, that was the mo- it's that made it that was fast being around two people that know wrestling as well as you guys do i i never i didn't miss a moment of anyone blading and we're like look look, like, look right and it's in his, seeing he, it is he's such, taking it out of his wristband he's one it. had it in his wrist and one mm-hmm. had it in his tights in, in his, his tights, tights handing it off to jeremy the referee oh, god what a bummer oh um you know what's got to be fun for jeremy is then after trying to gingerly go in his pocket and find the blade without poking himself <laughs> no doubt that. Um, it's uh, too bad it was a great show I think only one match was a dud of that the uh, the light heavyweight match between um, Tanaka and Dougie James Douglas James yeah which is Heather Monroe's boyfriend oh really mm-hmm. and, oh god it, what a stinker that match was and it felt like it was the uh, something didn't click there. Tanaka guy it was just who's Tanaka I he didn't even get an entrance. He didn't. He he was that like guy, the lights came up and he was in the ring. You know what I think? And and I don't know if they announced this or not. But remember, Ar Fox was there in a sling and out of sling, but didn't wrestle. Maybe he was supposed to be in that spot, and then they plugged in some guy who was sweeping up or something. But I mean, like he got a bloody fucking mouth, and it yeah. was just it was yeah. I think. Because I think Douglas James, he he was pretty good the month before. I think he's definitely. I think he was just up against it there. But um, hey, I, I hey, I've never been in the ring in my fucking life. I'm just telling you what I saw, kids. Mm. Sib, what's your plans for the Rumble, man? You know I'm not going to be in town, and I apologize. But uh, when is the Rumble? Sunday. Oh, this Sunday? Yeah. We could go to a, a Rumble party if you want. Is there a Rumble party? I'm sure I can find one for you. Shit. Sib. I got to check with the lady. 30 men, 30 women. Couple of guys, couple sober pals, companions. We go in there, you know? Beef. We go out on the balcony, have a quick meeting, go back in. Beef versus Kane versus... The beef, the Brock, the Kane. Come on. The Beef versus Kane versus... Lesnar for all the marbles. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Brock, man, he can't help but get his ass pounded by these guys here. He's going to go in there and pound their asses. Both of them. Break them in half. Don't what do you say? You think, Kane, you think Kane's in there to to lay down so that neither of them have to beat the other one, but they can switch it if they want? Kane is just worried about what he's downloading on his laptop in the back. That's the funniest picture I've ever seen. He's <laughs> on there just investing in Bitcoin. What we're talking about is a picture of Paige getting her picture taken backstage with a bunch of young uh, little like girl fans. fans. It's really a cute picture. And then right off to the left of them is Kane very intent on his laptop. In street, forward, street clothes, glasses. Street clothes. At a folding table just like yeah, that. Doing something. Do you want to watch it at your place? No. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. You hate being at your apartment. Uh, it's not that I hate being there. It's just I'm not often there. We'll we'll watch it at Rachel's. Uh, Pepper, gather round now. We'll see. We can have a well. 
we'll, we'll invite a bunch of people. We'll have a nice little sober rumble. Nowhere. Well, we'll figure something out, I'm sure. Hey, man. Something's got to happen. Don't text me. I won't be able to see it until late. I'll just tell you everything that's going on. Every entrant. How about that? I'll tell you every entrant because that's the part no one really cares about. Well, looks like I'm watching it alone, Vince. No. Vince. <laughs> what are we going to do? I don't know. What are So are there any? I know the 205 match is no longer on the card. Uh, why is that? Not. Well, the champ is unavailable. The, the title's been vacated. <laughs> you know what? A- after finding out that guy was an asshole... <laughs> I mean, if you think that guy's an asshole, he just he looks like an asshole. He acts like an asshole. You find out he's not actually Italian, all this stuff to he's, find out that he's, he's not Italian. No, he's German. <laughs> well, German. He, he also, as you pointed out, the, the, the sight of him in his hair and the sunglasses at the precinct. Like, I just picture him <laughs> dressed equally as fucking ridiculous as when he comes out yeah. with the hair up sunglasses inside oh, but yeah. just being so like officers anything you guys want to know i'll tell you uh, I, i'm Listen, an open book i here. just want to i just want to do the right thing i just want to get i just want to get my statement on record but um subdued enzo is willing to cooperate <laughs> in, in, in any way that you need me to do officers but i mean he he really saw i mean did you see the t-shirt he came out with wearing that people were making fun of him on the internet well, the he, day he, all that came out, he, he was well. He showed he up was at the back, building. He was backstage he was at the twenty fifth, and because this didn't hit the fucking. Were you the ones that sent me that picture? Yes, someone. Oh, God, I'm sorry, guys. I, yeah, I, but I, I, it's, it was. I think it was. We're it doing was, a show. We yeah. can talk about Conrad Thompson, who hosts uh, with Bruce Pritchard on his show, was at the building. Conrad, with it's not a rib. And he was the one who tweeted. First, he said. Enzo showed up at the building today in this shirt that said, this is the best day of my life. And the, <laughs> and the back of it just, says, uh, I can't wait till tomorrow. I can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> yes, and you then, can, and my then man. someone replied to him like, was it this shirt? And he said, yes. And so then I, he must have got to the building and they were like, uh, Zo. That must have been. What is it? But you are, know, are you putting the heavyweight championship on me? Because I would be very <laughs> denied Enzo's night. Are we, pu- are we pulling the trigger? This is, I'm, I'm glad that you, you called me over because I want to let you know that today is the greatest day Just of my like, life. Not eat, only are you not suspended. Eat your beans, <laughs> Bailey. You are fired. Get out of here. Okay. I'm, I'm going to get my $6,000 Jordans and put them yeah. on eBay immediately. <laughs> and for those who want to pontificate on whether this show is too social justice oh yeah, yeah <laughs> let the record show at no point we have said that he did or didn't do anything so fuck you but fuck that guy i never really liked him in the first. <laughs> i actually i loved him at one point and then he just started to seem like a dingus man those tattoos those tattoos only work if you're working and if you ain't working oof. yeah well luckily he lives that gimmick every day of his life all day long Ugh. That's he's, why it's it's he's isn't he all day? Isn't so, that his Twitter handle? Wh- do we know what else is on the show? The rumble, two rumbles, two thirty-person rumbles. Is it are, is it going to be a deal like like the uh, how they treat the women, where the thirty the thirty well, women I, match is going to have to be like done in fifteen minutes? Fifteen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, come I, out two by no, two. No, no, no. Here's what they're doing: the the men's rumble is at the Barclays Center, the women's rumble is at the Manhattan Center, and they're not airing it. Oh. It's, they, they never said it was going to be on TV. It's You'll a, get it on the network. It's actually, it's dark. It's happening. And we're going to see highlights from it. Yeah. They're doing it in the parking lot. It's in the Rumble's in Philly. 
Oh, really? So Rob should give us reports from the show. I imagine he'll be there. Rob! Him and Sloop John will have a suite or something. <laughs> I mean, Philly's going to be fucking nuts. Well, you, did you see they were greasing the light poles? Didn't matter. It didn't stop anybody. Before the Eagles game to yeah, stop people that. from climbing the poles and it didn't matter. Did you see the fucking guy cartoonishly run after the train and run into a pole? Did you see the Classic. guy after the Eagles won who fucking drove his dune buggy up the rocky steps? <laughs> I miss that. This is Philadelphia, man. People think <laughs> Did because you see? the Eagles won, it's legal. It's it's what's that movie called that? where like for one day you can the purge. The purge, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the purge. Did you see Chuck Taylor on Twitter saying whether the Eagles win or lose, I am going to flip over a like what, what, Minneapolis? What yeah. city were they in? It's is it Minneapolis? It's Minnesota, right? Yeah. Well, they were playing Minnesota, but I think they were in Philly, weren't they? Wasn't the game in Philly? Well, yeah, the, the one that... But they, maybe Chuck was in Minnesota for some oh, reason. Oh, he was. Okay. But I don't know. But he goes, I'm going to flip over a police car. And then after the game, Chuck... Did you see this? No. There's a picture of Chuck in his Eagles jersey standing in front of a fucking Minnesota police car, like making his crazy intense face. And it says, I'm a man of my word. <laughs> I love Chuck Taylor. Love him. Um... I I've been in Philly for the Super Bowl when they went to the Super Bowl. I think it was my like senior year or so of college or something. And they fucking lost and it was a huge colossal bummer. And everyone got so wasted and everyone has still had class the next day. Mm-mm. And instead of it being celebratory, it was just a real shitty day. Well, you know, the Eagles are very good, but uh when you come up against the Patriots, boy, it sure seems like the Patriots have a little uh help. From Tom Brady is protected on high. Don't tell, don't tell Greg Johnson. I said that. Wait, when when you say help, do you mean like? I just mean like that. It just, it just feels like uh, they cheat. They're the deflate gate. I, I'm not, I'm not going to go any further into this. I just feel like. Uh-oh, uh oh, do you hear that? Vince, I not want Nick you to Stevens go further. Nick Stevens is downstairs <laughs> pounding on the door. <laughs> How'd you get here so fast? Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, we got Styles versus Owens and Zane in a handicap. That's going to be a hot. That'll one. be fun. Cammy, isn't that what he was calling him when he cut his Hulk Hogan promo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking insane. Uh, Rollins and Jason Jordan versus Cesaro and Sheamus. Big time. Cesaro and Sheamus, the biggest baby faces in the tag team division. When they came down and they said to Jason Jordan, they were like, it's not your dad who sucks. You suck. Oh, yeah. The place, the Cesaro. roof came off the building and the fucking entire arena started chanting you suck you suck that's that i, I yeah jason it feels like he shouldn't it. be anywhere he's all oh, just, he just shouldn't be anywhere he's a tremendous wrestler this angle the angle angle is dead in the water he he's he's certainly not been in a put in a position to and it doesn't feel like good heat this is one of those no not at all (laughs) this is one of those times that i appreciate the fact that wrestling openly just forgets shit they they openly will just sweep storylines under the rug i'm thankful for that at this time but it will this will follow him the rest of his days it's no different than you know lord tensai trying to make people forget his name used to be prince albert Mm. it's just that ain't gonna go away <clears throat> unfortunate at best it sure feels like the usos versus uh gable and benjamin is gonna be a pre-show two out of three falls 
Well, if, if the uh, Uso can show up sober enough for it. Well. Oh, Jesus. That that mm-hmm. did happen, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Vince, I'm the fucking TMZ of this podcast. TMS. TMD. Um, <laughs> forgot to mention when Vince and I got there and we were lining up for bar wrestling, Luchasaurus cruised through the parking lot. Wearing the mask? No, but his face was painted. So everything above the beard was just black. Smart. And we were like, I was like, man, that's weird. But it looked more like chimney sweep. It didn't look like Very, he was. Yeah. He wasn't doing the Al Jolson story. He like. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, I, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't think like that, that at yeah. all. I, I, I looked, it looked strange for sure. I mean, it, you know, you go to you go to PWG, you go to bar wrestling, you go to PCW Ultra. Three totally different experiences. Brian Cage will be on every card. He owns. He owns Southern California. He He is Southern California. California. But um, bar wrestling, man, motherfuckers were brown bagging in the line, well up to the door. Oh yeah, like all the way up to the open door, and then just all right, I'll throw this this in the garbage. Well, and that's the thing. The only staff that is discernible from that building are the ladies who are working behind the bar. There's no like. You huh? get up to the door. There's there's no, no like, Larry. Yeah. It's Lucy Goosey. Yeah. The staff is those two women. And then who's ever tenant bar in that sidebar, which is a completely independent property. It is so great to go into that bar and see wrestlers still in their gear, drinking at the bar, just hanging, sitting out. there talking, not to people, not like celebrating like, you know, hey, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sitting, talking to each other. I saw two of them sitting on stools. Still in full ring gear, just like talking to each other. I was like, God, that's that's well, what I also I wanted to take a picture, but I would have felt like a dick. You could have gotten away with have it. Have you done that shot in Oklahoma yet? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You've taken so many dong pics at your gym that I think you could be real. I've never slick. taken any with your eyeballs. <laughs> you can't get arrested to for memory. eyeball pics. <laughs> but what I also love is that back bar. You just have the regulars in there who are like, oh, it's crazy tonight. Yeah. They're just they're there every night. They don't give a fuck. Ripping ripping cigarettes, watching mm. fucking Law and Order at a bar. Another bag of Fritos. They got a nice display of snacks. Yeah, a lot of there. people buying snacks. Oh, you didn't like when I was eating the Fritos, did you? You were eating them too. Mm-hmm. What's your problem with Fritos? Something about being a hot and sweaty room, and someone leaning up against you eating a bag of like Cheetos or something. I didn't mean to lean up against you. No, you weren't even. You were <laughs> up farther. Just, you should have been leaning against the concrete wall because it was sweating could, yeah it was sweating, sweating you, you could the feel touch. the cold outside it was wonderful rest seeing wrestling live always unpleasant <laughs> i made a short list of off the top of my head my favorite moments in the history of raw okay the festival of friendship awesome jericho's debut okay mankind winning the belt sure daniel bryan's retirement all right. It was a tremendous sure. piece of television. Definitely. I, I, I wasn't happy it was happening. Not, uh, n- none of my responses mean you're wrong, obviously. I The beer truck is awesome. Yeah. But I think the Zamboni is sure. way better. Definitely. <clears throat> it was the original. It was. It's so. It's so simple and it's so clever in its storytelling because it. You know, where did Stone Cold get a beer truck? I understand it's an arena and they have a delivery, fine. But it's like, 
he broke back into the building and grabbed whatever he could. Like there was security and cop. There was logic to it. There was psychology, as they call it in wrestling. Like he had to get past all those cops, so he drove a zamboni that he commandeered right right into the ring, then ran across the top of the zamboni, dove over the cops, and closed flying clothesline to Vince McMahon. And the they had the belt displayed. The you, belt. You're just rubbing in that I wasn't there then. That was in Detroit. Shut the fuck up. Why weren't you there? Hard to say. Probably oh, that's upsetting. Something I, I figured you were the guy that, that threw the, the Stone Cold punching bag into the ring. Probably going to the high school dance or something. I don't know what the hell was happening that night. Mm. Tyson and Austin. Actually, and then the next week, McMahon's in the hospital. And then Stone Cold, that whole night of McMahon in the hospital is just tremendous television. The birth of Mr. Sacco. Then the nurse being like, uh, Doctor, do you want to take a look at Mr. McMahon? Oh, I'll take it from here, nurse. <laughs> Tyson and Austin. Absolutely. Also in that same build to whatever pay-per-view it was, it was an in-your-house or something, when McMahon, like Austin said, you don't have the balls to... And again, Stone Cold couldn't get to McMahon because they had um, German Shepherds. Right. McMahon's in the wheelchair and he goes, I don't have the balls to fire you. I've got balls the size of grapefruits mm. and you're going to be picking seeds out of your teeth. Oh, it's going to make him suck his dick. That's problematic. The pipe bomb. I, I, I was surprised they showed punk two different times. Very night. surprised. He's going to be at the fucking rumble. That's why. <laughs> and they are really. <laughs> oh, 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 fuck. Fuck. Boop. Hey, what's going on, dude? Couldn't help but notice you were really testing the Hogan waters on Raw 25. <laughs> Kept dropping me in there. Um, no news is good news, man. Twitter didn't light up. Boop. When Bischoff debuted, yep. that blew my fucking mind. Sure. And uh, Nexus, when they attacked everyone. Nexus was crazy. I also um, would say the night that um, they were at both places, Shane turned up at the last WCW the final show. Nitro, yes. That was crazy. Um, and I think match-wise, that big tag that we talked about where sure. Triple H rips the quad, uh, HBK versus Shelton Benjamin might be the best match ever on Raw, actually. Okay. I don't know if I remember that. You remember Shelton Benjamin comes off the ropes okay. into yep. the fucking super kick? Yes, 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 yes. Dude. Yes, 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 I do remember. One, two, three, kid versus Razor Ramon. Do you Super, remember? Super Punk and Cena at Raw 1000. Mm-hmm. Was Raw 1000 was fun. awesome. Raw, one, uh, Raw 1000, when it's all said and done, probably came off better than the Raw 25th anniversary. But I did love, I love the nostalgia shit. Maybe just because they didn't, they weren't trying to jam. It was like they had to get everything in and promote the Raw. It was overbooked. There was like a lot of stuff that had to be yeah. done. And know? they had more really huge people back then. Uh, Jeff Hardy and Undertaker in a ladder match. Yes. Fucking sick. And then, uh, actually, these are probably my two favorite matches ever on Raw. Triple H versus Cactus Jack in the Garden and Triple H uh, and and Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk. Mm -hmm. Actually, no. It was Mick Foley. It was the first time ever, ever, ever that he wrestled under his God-given name. Yeah. That's why I wonder. Stone Cold on play-by-play. I've gone back and watched so little Raw. I just imagine there's so many things that have been lost. I, mean, I know have been lost. Lost too. to the sands of time, Vince. Like sand through the hourglass. So no doubt. Raw. No our doubt. concept of time is locked in our tiny little brains. It's a flat circle. 
It's not a linear a concept. Circle. Time is a squared circle. I'll tell you. I get I get older. Vince McMahon stays the same huh. age. He might even be getting younger now. I'm telling you, he might he might be getting shot up with baby blood or something. I don't know. Something's he going he, on he buys a di- he, he buys a <laughs> he buys an orphan every month. They'll make more. Mm. It's not on my conscience. Eat, eat all the babies you want. They'll make more. Oh, Linda, <sighs> another runaway. Country. There's another runaway in the yard. I'll have to harvest his organs. Mm. McMahon's millions and Donald Trump, of course, were all great. McMahon's fucking millions, dude. Him smelling the money. Of course I do. Of course I do. Tom, who's for, your favorite wrestler? ACH. ACH is, is tremendous. It's 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 an obvious pick for this week's show. I like his new gear. I like his just overall. He's just the best. He's good with the crowd. He's a great actor. He's a great performer. Uh, great physique. And uh, I wish him a thousand years of happiness and good luck. Do you know what ACH stands for? Academy Christian Hullabaloo. Close, Albert C. Hardy. Cool. Sweet. He uh, he's, he's. I can't believe you weren't there the night that he did when he took the guy's stone cold vest and at PWG. I've seen it on the internet. <laughs> it was crazy live. I was significantly more comfortable. In my own space. Okay. We Not got hot it. and sweaty. We got it. Vince, who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, it's got to be Billy Gunn. Could be oh. For his performance at bar wrestling, and he was a little more in the background, but it's just Billy's, Billy's fun. He's an ass man. You know, he's on the gas. He's fucking doing it. Uh, he's a gas man. But it's like when a guy like that, you know, he's like, I'm not doing shit, and it's still going to be equally awesome or better because he just knows what the fuck he's doing and yeah. i think you could have gone there and not known who he was and still had a blast watching that i would have to think so too <clears throat> you, yeah. you don't even need the history right. to enjoy what what you they don't have did. to know his name's kip Sop, you know i can't believe is are you sure that's true is that a fact do you want me to pull it up we'll prove it right now it's a trust issue with me and tom you know he does not trust you. It's not. I don't trust you. I play it up for the show, Vince. I love every word that comes out of your mouth. <laughs> in the world to me. His name is Monty Kip Sop. He's one of these guys that go by his middle name. You, the, you Ma- think Monty the Monty Sop? hurt? What we what we're Monty Camp, Sop? Monty can't, Kip can't, be Sop? Known, I mean, can't be known as Monty. That's more bananas. Monty Sop. Matt, who's your favorite wrestler? Wait, I'm sorry. According to Billy Gunn's Wikipedia. Early career, 1985 to 1993. After a stint as a professional bull rider. Oh, <laughs> of course. Oh, of course. He was, he wasn't a wrestling fan of wrestling. He got found in a gym by two wrestlers that were like, you should come wrestle. He's like, all right, man. I got nothing else going on. They got butts over there. Wow. My favorite wrestler is Candice LeRae. Mm. Oh, of course. Tremendous send off. Yep. Uh, great match. Her and Joey. The post match was great. She, her nieces came in the ring. Oh, uh, her mom came in the ring. They, everybody sang happy birthday to her mom. Oh, then Joey cut a very emotional promo. It was. Uh, I mean, and I also love anytime you hear guys who have really, and in any profession, but particularly wrestlers, who have clearly found their voice talk about almost quitter you know he's like i got fired by tna i got passed over by wwe and i was like maybe i'll just be fucking done with this bullshit 
And then he he credited it with, he's like, I had a really fun match with Drake Younger, which was the second PWG we ever went to with the fucking Legos. The yeah. The, oh, the Legos and the hard candy, and then Lunk was like throwing the hard candy at us. You Someone have could have lost a tooth. Though. No shit. Uh, an eye. How about an eye? An eye yeah. <laughs> and when he started tagging with Candace, this was all in the same period. And it just, it, it, but it reminded me of Kevin Steen. It's like when Steen, you know, he he was done with ROH, and he's like, he talks about it in that doc, which is a tremendous doc, where he's like, he's like, I thought about quitting the fucking business. Mm. He's like, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe I'm done. Mm. You know, what? Right on the cusp of. Well, let's hit this shit into fucking high gear. I feel like it's been so long since I've read any of Mick Foley's books, but I feel like he must have talked about that as well. Yeah. You know, just being like, well, the brink on the brink and then go to fucking ECW and da, da, da. But Candice LeRae, thank God the, the, that New York has finally fucking wised up. Yeah. She going to show up on Sunday. I honestly think she is. She should. She should win the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Her and Oscar, 60 minute Broadway, WrestleMania, book it. Yeah. So there you go. Tom, where can the kids find you online? You can find me at the Tom Sibley, both Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm, I'm, I did this like wrestling painting that people seem to like. I have a few prints left of that. You can find that at TomSibleyArt.com. It's $25. And uh, you can find my brother Rob at RM at Sibley, both Twitter and Instagram. Vince, where can the kids find you on the web? At Vince Averill on Twitter, uh, Vince.Averill on Instagram. And this is your old pal, Matt McCarthy, saying, follow me on all forms of social media at McCarthy Redhead and go to This Is Matt McCarthy for all your Matt McCarthy needs. If you were in the Los Angeles area this Friday, January 26th at 8 p.m., I will be at Sauce at DeSano Pizza Bakery. Uh, over there in Los Feliz on Santa Monica Boulevard. Uh, check my Instagram for details on that. Have a blessed and safe Royal Rumble. We will talk to you guys next week. In the meantime, we're going to go watch some wrestling. We sincerely thank you for watching wrestling with us. Rate, review, subscribe. That's all I ask of you. That's all you need to do. Do it right now. Mm, goddamn, let's do some Patreon shout-outs. Hmm? All right. Uh, Annie Fernandez would like to wish a happy anniversary to Bruce. Bruce and Annie, all the best on your anniversary. That's the first Patreon shout-out. Oh, right Annie Fernandez, you, you, the Raging Bull's daughter. Must be. Mm, uh, happy birthday, Bruce. Happy anniversary, <laughs> Bruce. Uh, you're going to go all the way. Tyler Valdez. Mm, Tyler Valdez. You know, I love Valdez, and I love Tyler. The richest coffee in the world. There you go. Mm. Uh, Adam Triplett. Mm. Yeah. You know, you remind me of a young Stuart Copeland with all those triplets. I'll take, I'll take more than two. I'll take a triplet. Mm. And James M. Fole. Mm. James M. Fole. M. M. Fogel or Fole? Fole. Fole. Yeah. Yes. That's- JMF. When I first met Mick Foley, I thought his name was James M. Foley, and he said, no, it's Mick Foley. And I said, hmm, are you sure, pal? That's it, baby. Thank you very much for contributing to the Patreon. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>